0: Can't get enough of
1: the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show.
2: Very sexy robot.
1: Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga.
2: My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts.
1: Let's hump the fence.
0: It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast.
1: All right, thanks for the thumbs up, Eddie. Thumbs up right back at your face. All right, here we go. Podcast time. I got post-Bruce Al. I'm post wind blown Jerry, and away we go. What's up? So
2: I wanted to discuss, Jerry. How one? What's the best way to get into New York City for when you want to go to an event like a concert?
1: Yes, I still like driving. There,
2: there's, there are there are cons and cons to all of them. There, are, there, are,
1: it's quite the battle, though. Like, so I. This is how I do it. Yeah, I am always up in the air until literally an hour before I go. Okay, and the game plan is this. Check the Google Maps. If I can get in at a reasonably quick time, I want to drive in. Okay. If I cannot, and it looks like it's ridiculous, I'm going to caucus. That's it. I, there's no... So it's drive in yourself
2: or go to caucus train station and take the train in. Yes. Now, does it depend where in the city you're going? For example, the garden, you get in the train station, you're right there. It
1: doesn't because I went to the Beacon as you know, to see Seinfeld, which is nowhere near the garden. It's another, what, 50 blocks up? Right, that's what I mean. No, so in that case, and I will, this is a free little plug, I will recommend it. I use Spot Hero, and I paid, I got a spot in New York City. I want to say, I went. so we got dinner. We had dinner reservations and then the show. So I picked a garage that was in between both, so it wasn't too big of a walk either way. We took a car because the wind and it was freezing out. Uh, We took an Uber. Um, I picked a garage right in between the two, and I paid, I think it was $21 for the entire night. I thought that was really cheap. That was cheap. Uh, And it worked out great. Had the prepaid, showed up, gave them the thing, they scanned it, took my car, and then the car was ready. Like, it was there when we came back. So I had a wonderful experience. When I go to the garden, I like to park on Ninth Avenue or 8th Avenue, go down to 19th Street. And park between 19th and 20th. Twi- I don't go past 24th or 25th because you're getting too close to the garden. I don't walk the 10 blocks and you park right there on the avenue. Yeah, that, that's not a bad idea. I'd be
2: fully panicked not not having the experience of doing that. Sure. So I felt like with the garden, I went the Seacock route, Jerry. Yeah. Gina wanted to take the train in the whole way. I said, There is no I don't way do that. I'm taking the train all the way in. I don't blame you. I said, Because when you get, when the show is over, I said, most of the trains stop in Seacaucus. Mm-hmm. Almost if, all of them. Yeah. If we if we took the train out of Long Branch or Metro Park, you got to get the train that goes back to that train station. Yeah, sure. And looking at the train schedules, uh, sometimes they're an hour in between. Yes. So I didn't want have to leave Bruce Springsteen early, and I didn't want, and I knew it would not be super simple to get out of there. It was faster than I thought to get out of the garden. But here's the problem with Sea Caucus. You have a lot of people that do that move mm-hmm. in New Jersey. Yeah. They park in Sea Caucus, they go to the show. I know
1: where you're going here.
2: When you come back, there are hundreds
1: Trying to get out of the parking lot. First to pay. I know. You gotta pay first. You pay when you get there so you don't have to worry about it. The weekend you don't know this? No. The week, when you when you go to Secaucus on the weekend, okay, it's one price for twenty four hours. Oh my gosh! You pay it before you go in. Most oh, I people didn't know don't that. Know that? Yeah. Then you get off the train. You laugh at everybody that's online trying to pay for their ticket. Oh, that's good to I see. They told got, you that
2: they got to have signs for that. They don't have signs for that because when you get your ticket to park there, it says pay when you return. So when you return, along with the thousands of others that did this, mm-hmm. they have. Three payment machines. Yeah,
1: I know. That and, everyone's and some people don't post. understand how to do it.
2: Right. If you've not done it, it's confusing. I know. And then you wait in another line to exit the parking lot because each time you have to slide the ticket in for the gate to open and then you the gate it. closes. I know. I almost... I did lose my mind. Like, legitimately lost my mind. After
1: a great show? Yes. Oh, ah, yeah. it stinks.
2: So, I know i am got mental issues. Legitimately. Because... All I, I was in a panic that the dog had been by itself for hours. Mm-hmm. I, now, I knew ahead of time I was going to be waiting in line with all these animals to get out. <laughs> right? It was cold and raining.
1: Oh, man, that's right. So you got the weather I got, yeah. but later.
2: Then, Jerry, in the cold rain, in the line to get out, the person in front of me didn't pay, and now—oh
1: no—he
2: wanted to back up. To go, the woman gets out of the car. She goes, "He forgot to pay." I went ballistic. I stayed in my car because I didn't want to get killed. I went, "What the fuck? How do you forget to pay?" I was screaming, Jerry, because I was losing my mind. So, what did you do? The entire line had to back up.
1: Oh my god!
2: To get this guy
1: out. Wow. Yeah. What a mess. A total mess. That's always my fear a, there. Yeah. Because there's now, the, when I went to the Rutgers game against Michigan State, they had someone there that was monitored. But I've been there before where there's no one there. Yeah. If the ticket doesn't yeah, there was work, no one there. what do you do? There was no one there.
2: Wow. And the guy was going, at first the guy in front of me when he was at, I see him put the, put the ticket in. Then I see his credit card out, and he's trying to tap his credit oh card somewhere. I go, God. oh, no, this guy didn't pay. I didn't know you could pay, though, when you first get in.
1: Yes, I've always done that. Oh, okay. You park, you pay. Then when you come out, just don't lose your ticket. Right, right, right. And then when you come out. Oh, I wish I knew that prior. Because that ruined my night. You're still going to wait online because a lot of other people do that too. Yeah, yeah. But you do bypass. Yeah, well, because you're, wait- of you're cutting off one of the
2: lines. Yes. Normally you have to Correct. wait in line to pay and wait in line to leave. Right. Now you're just waiting in line to leave. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So it's like, and I just what I said to Gina like, even the, like I told you, that was the greatest thing I've been to, Jerry. Yeah. Even then, I would have to rethink doing it again. I know. It's a pain in the ass. Because. I don't like getting in and out of, and getting I don't in blame was fine. You. I don't blame you. Even still getting into the garden. 900 lines going into, again, now you're dealing with old people going to see Bruce Springsteen having to bring their ticket up on their phone and tap it on the thing. I know. No one knows how
1: to do it. I, it's uh, There are people that still are
2: clueless. So now you're in line yep. with all these people. Yep. So, and then, so you got to get there early. Which I'm always an early person Me anyway. Too.
1: Me too. But still, just like I nah. enjoy I actually enjoy whether it's a concert, a sporting event, I enjoy the the anticipation of it. Like I like getting there early. Yeah. I, I don't the idea of getting to a game that I spent fifty dollars a ticket for, a hundred dollars a ticket for, and showing up in the second inning, what the hell? Then the game's over. You just you wasted what should have been part of the experience.
2: Right. Like the the starting time on the Bruce ticket, I believe, said seven thirty. Okay. But I will tell you as uh, someone who is a lunatic and and looks at reports of every show. Nine he comes he on? He was coming on at eight every okay. night. Okay. Eight o'clock, eight o'clock, eight o'clock, eight o'clock. So I wanted to be there in my seat by 7.30. I would have been seven myself. Yeah, and I, I was. It was it was more like seven. Okay. But we walked around. Mm-hmm. And we got, uh, 7.40, the lights go out. They hit the stage. Really? The guy that I got the ticket, that I bought the tickets from, who was going to sit next to me, Showed up eight songs in. What?
1: That's what I mean. Eight songs in. That stinks. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. Wow.
2: So, I don't know. I, I told you. I texted you when I was there. I saw an ad for Brian Adams and Joan I Jett. I was like, I got to go see this, Jerry. But
1: now I'm But then you had I'm to like, get home and you were miserable. Miserable. When is that now? You remember? June 9th, I think. June 9th. That, Which is a Friday night. That's a Friday night. I would go to that. That sounds fun. The... Um, the, the problem is when you go, and you've lived in Tampa, when you go to events in other places, when it's easy. I'm not saying traffic. Traffic is what it right. is. But when you don't have to deal with the other crap, it's like, what are we doing here? That's why. I love going, getting out of the parking lot at The Rock. Nope. It's not a... It's See, not that a, sounds like trouble to me, too. It's not, though. Going to The Rock is so easy. Which Where do you park? Across the street from the entrance. So not in the parking garage. I never go in the garage. I never go in the garage. What do you pay get to park there, there? early enough, $20, $25, I don't know, whatever it is. I think it's 20 Um, There's the one lot. There's a couple of them that are right across the street. You literally walk across the street. Here's the entrance to the arena. You got to get there early. You can show up for a 7.05 game at 6.55 and think you're parking in that lot. I show up at 5.45. Doors open at 6. I'm golden. I'm no problem getting in. I don't need prepaid parking. It's easy. Then you're out. All right, you might have to take some time to get out, but you're right there on the turnpike. It's right. so simple. Uh, the garden to me is a mess.
2: And that sounds like it should be simple because you could shake the train right in.
1: It, theoretically it is, but it's not. It's just not. Right. Anything that involves Penn Station is not easy.
2: Yeah. I know. It really, like, I was trying to explain this to Gina, too, about living in Tampa. I said, like,
1: everything
2: mm-hmm. was in Everything was accessible to everybody. Yep. Like, I would never imagine going to something going on in Long Island. That is just not
1: happening for me. It because it takes you six hours to get there, right? And even if it doesn't take you six hours, here's the thing too. Now, I will go to Met games as much as I hate driving there, because I, the kids love it, and I'll deal with it. But even if the even if it doesn't take you, we're joking with six hours. Like Allie's wedding, for instance, which we talked about. Without traffic, was an hour and a half. But even if there's not much traffic, it's a hard hour and a half yeah. because the the lanes are tight. People drive like a holes. It's just. Eh. So going to Philly is amazing for yes. games and concerts.
2: Listen, I told you I want to go see John Mellencamp. I bought tickets to go to Indiana as opposed to the Beacon Theater,
1: which is probably easier for you.
2: Yeah, uh, it's it's more pleasurable. Yeah, because Gina was already she was because I was like I was a crazy person, Jerry. She's like, I. this is going to be terrible going to Indiana. I go, no, no, no. You know why? I go, I got a hotel. We're getting there in the morning. Yep. The hotel is right next to the theater, and I'm walking right over. I am can't wait. That sounds fun. Simple.
1: I uh, Yeah, sounds fun. Really yeah. does. I'm sorry that your experience was so ruined. But I, I ruin the experiences
2: because I can't handle the mental
1: stress yes, that I put myself under. But I do understand that part of it. I don't like it either. I handle it better than you. Yeah. But it does prohibit me from, from going to certain things. Sometimes I die, think twice about going to the garden for things. Where are the, like Joseph wants to go see a Yankee game again. I, and I will take him. But I have to mentally prepare for that pain in the ass of getting there and getting out of there. I love it when I'm there. God, I hate driving there and driving back.
2: Right. Even like this live show we're doing in Jersey City that the show is doing.
1: Sure. Friday night in
2: Jersey City, 8 o'clock. Yeah. Okay. So we're off at 10 o'clock. Okay. I'm going to go home. Mm -hmm. Then at what time do I have to venture back in? Don't know. Because... It's Friday, heading into new. T- essentially, heading driving the same way as if you're heading into New Correct. York City. That is true. It could take me
1: hours, or it could be there in an hour, or you could be there in 45 minutes. Correct. You don't know. That you is true. You don't know. That's true. I, you're right. Oh, now you got to mentally prepare for that.
2: Like I've already. that's been not my mind. I have different things, so different things space out in my mind. So right, right now that the Bruce Springsteen show is over, now I'm locked in on this. What the trouble is going to be getting there and back. That's my new thing. I'm locked in on. I hear you. But this is what I do. I don't enjoy life legitimately. Like, I focus on all of
1: this stuff. And I get it. I'm not focused on that. I'm focused yeah. on more what the show's going to be. And I, I, the thing about Friday night that's nice as opposed to when we do a regular show. <laughs> a regular show is like work. I got to bring the laptop. I got to know what the hell's going on. And it's four hours or five hours when you do the warm-up show. Right. This is a fun 90 minutes. In, out, say hello, take some. It should be a good time. I'm not too concerned about the driving cuz like getting home 9:30. We're at a, we're not in Manhattan. Getting home will be a piece of cake. It's kind of getting there and getting our 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 bearings on where the hell we're going. Yeah,
2: get your bearings straight.
1: But you know, it is what it is. Once I get there, I'll be fine. Yeah. And I am going to stay over, take an Uber from the hotel to the thing. And be done. Right. I don't know. I tell you. Hmm. Nothing's easy, man.
2: I know it sucks and I made my I just complicate... I live a simple, simple life. I have zero responsibilities. I have zero pressures on myself. I have made every move to keep my life uncomplicated. Except for the dog. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Except for the
2: dog. So I get a dog, which has now thrown everything into a disaster. So part of the reason why I was a complete mess at the Bruce Springsteen show was well, the minute I walk out that door to head to the garden... The clock starts. The dog. Uh, for the dog. Right. Yeah. So now when I get to see caucus at the end of the show, and there's a line, I start freaking out. Then the guy in front of me didn't pay. I'm freaking out. And I'm freaked out. Then I start doing the panic. What time am I getting to bed? I
1: know. Even on the weekend, you do that? What time am I getting to bed?
2: Yeah, because unfortunately, when I have a dog that gets up at 2 a.m., the dog doesn't care when I go to bed. That's true. That's true. 2 a.m. is the time we get up. I just thought...
1: The in, that difference.
2: Ex- in that extreme, it, it did change.
1: Right. I was going to say, at least you don't have to get up and go to work then at 250. Right. That's the one The one difference. Yeah. But I do understand the disturbed night. Trust me. I get yeah. that. Yeah.
2: So I just, I was so stupid that I complicated my life. So dumb. Dumb, dumb, dumb. Uh, but I know the dog now. There's nothing I could do about it. No, no. Had I never met the dog, The Jerry, dog is yours. Yeah. Had I never met the dog, I could be fine in saying, no, I don't want a dog. I made I met the dog. So if I could go back in time and not meet the dog I would. <laughs> but the fact that I've met the dog I'm now
1: How many people do you think let's say in the last year yeah. not all of not all of life in the last year how many people do you think have said if I could just go back? Oh. What percentage of people do you think to change one thing? Yeah.
2: I don't know, that's a tough one because in public People never admit to regrets.
1: Everybody has regrets.
2: Right. But But in public, you never hear them. Everybody has regrets. I don't regret um, doing 10 years in jail because in that time I found God and I found I never would have. No, you have regrets. I find that most people. I have tons of regrets. (laughs) Me too. But I feel so many people will not admit to having regrets. Like no, it's some sort of no, weakness.
1: No, 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 no. I, I, that's so how
2: many re- uh, regrets just in the past year do you think people well, have? No, what
1: percentage of people do you think have said, I wish I could just go back and change that one uh, thing? I, I, like a high 90 percentile? You think I, it's a 50 percent I think thing? it's probably
2: 80 percent. Yeah, I would agree. You know, go back and not meet the woman that you married or the guy that you married because they ended up destroying your life. Uh, not moving or not qu- or quitting sure. the job. That's why I don't. We're not taking a job yeah. that could have been great. I don't make any moves in life <laughs> because I don't want to regret it. So no, I'm. But then no you're moves. never
1: also going. You're never also going to maybe uh, enjoy the fruits Correct. of your labor or your chances that you take. Yes, also true. Which is true.
2: I read something to tell you about people that everybody wants to be an entrepreneur. No one wants to take the risk. That's me. Sure.
1: I want to be an entrepreneur. You just that don't want sounds to try
2: fun. It. I'm not going to roll the dice. Right.
1: I don't want to risk anything. Yeah, I, I hear you. See, if I was in your position, I probably would have started 17 businesses already. <laughs> I would have, because, uh, you know. Why not? My only concern is my wife and kids. I can go, I've said this a million times, I can go find enough money to get a one-bedroom studio apartment somewhere and live. It'd be fine. I can't do that with them. Right. That's why the little things I've done have been... Those not are big what they, things. Not what they could be. Right. Not what they could be. There's too much... And also, this is the problem too: is when you do have it good, why, why would I walk away from this? Right, doesn't make sense. As opposed to the person that's desperate that has nothing, they go after it at all because they got nothing to lose. Right,
2: that's true. I will make moves when I have nothing to lose.
1: Everyone usually does. Yeah, Cause... you're right. That's the that's when you make the move because you're desperate. Yes, there's like there's no negative effect to it. What, you fail again? Okay, add it to the list. <laughs> The positive would be it works. Yeah. Damn. How about that? You know? So that's interesting that you're, that you even admit that. Which part? That you're, you want to be an entrepreneur, but you just, you won't try. I won't take that. Right. You're afraid of losing.
2: Yeah, definitely.
1: It also depends too on what you're trying. And we've discussed this, you know, if you want to go start some brand new business venture, that's going to cost you a million dollars to get started when yes. there's no track record of it working, you know, you're pretty stupid. Uh, you know, for the one half of 1% that that works for, and you get the story written about them, good for them. But my God, I, there's also, there are safe investments too and safe businesses you can start. You buy a business that's been successful for 10 years. You go in and just take it over with a little training. You meet the clientele, unless you're a complete buffoon. Yeah. <laughs> You're basically buying yourself a job and a business. Yeah. Except you're the boss now. You can screw it up. You can be an ass and not be like the other guy and be bad to your clientele and turn them away, sure. But for the most part, I mean, my God.
2: you ever been to like a new business or something and you and you go, did they do any research to think this was going to work? Like, where you, where you go somewhere, you go, that is what they're putting in this strip mall? That's yeah, all never going to work. Yes, I'll
1: give you one. All the time, right? Batteries and bulbs. Yeah. What is that? Now, there was one in Homedale that opened. I said to my wife, I'm like, how do they, Like I understand rent rates now more than I ever did because of the investments I have with my friend. Yeah. And even trying for some spaces for the cornhole or the base. So I know what rent rates are. And I sit down and I do the math on the on the square footage. I'm like... How do they even make payroll, let alone make money? That place closed in nine months, the one at home, though. Yeah. Maybe a year. But like, but they're still around. But you knew that when you saw it was
2: going in there. Yeah, how but, did they not do the but math you know what on that? Al?
1: How many times have I also said to you, how about this business? If I would have told my wife that this would have worked, she would have told me you're an idiot. And yet it's, I can't think right now. Yeah. But we have discussed businesses like that.
2: Successful businesses that you look at and go, I would never have guessed make this no would sense. have done well.
1: Yeah. It's um, it's interesting. There what was the other one, too, that, oh, I'm blanking out, that it didn't work. Oh, we talked about this. The poor guy in, in Eatontown, the guy put like $600,000 of his 401k to do the golf simulator. Oh. And he was out of business in seven months. That money's gone. Yes. Like, damn. That's my biggest fear, doing something like but that. But that's, but you're taking a risk Like, that to me is not buying an existing coffee shop. That is starting this brand new business from the ground up. Like, I'll give you one. Cornhole's very popular. Guys in Tom's River opened up a cornhole facility. That's all it is. Now, we do great on Monday nights. I've tried different nights. Crickets. I'm like, all right, But I'm glad I didn't decide to rent this gym fully. What would I have done? Monday nights are packed. I got no one else that wants to go because they're busy. Kids. These guys put, I would say, a couple hundred thousand dollars into opening up a cornhole facility in Tom's River. Is that going to work? I'm in the cornhole thing now. I wouldn't have done that. Yeah. Maybe it'll I... work for them. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah.
2: It's a very... uh yeah, I don't know. These businesses that launch sometimes, like, what? Or sometimes, like, restaurants or stores that go into, like, main streets in these Jersey Shore towns. Like,
1: what are they thinking? How about these pop-up shops? We see the one when we come out of the Holland Tunnel. That one that was, like, the, the kids' clothing. Yes. That's
2: been there a long time, too. Who goes in there? I don't know.
1: I guess people do. You know what? That real estate cost?
2: And they've been there since we've been coming in, I they've feel They've
1: been like. there a long time, That yeah. store has not changed hands. Yeah, it's been a long time. You almost wonder is it a tax shelter?
2: Right. Of some sort. Or there enough or are there enough bougie families in Tribeca that can support a small clothing store for children?
1: I suppose that's the answer. Yeah. It's either that or it's a tax shelter. I don't I don't know.
2: I wouldn't open up any store that you could just get the thing online, like that batteries and bulbs. I feel like I could get that online if I need a battery or Target.
1: <laughs> Where half the world goes every day, or Walmart. Yeah. Like, you know, the only time I went into that place was they they fixed uh, cell phone screens. I'm like, you know what? That's easy. I went in, they fixed it in an hour, but I'm like, it was $8. Right. Like, you got to fix a lot of cell phone (laughs) screens. Like, Who's buying all these batteries? Yeah. Very strange. Yeah. Very strange. Yeah, very odd.
2: Uh, What do you make of this? Uh, I was curious. I I had this argument with uh, Gina over the weekend as well. (laughs) We had quite a time, Jerry. Well, I'm glad she enjoyed your long weekend. Um, this whole thing with the Twitter check marks, yeah. as far as... They keep telling me I'm losing my check mark. Every day it's still there. I don't know yeah, what's know. going on. I
1: keep... Yeah, I know.
2: So, athletes like, uh, I think, LeBron James, yeah. Patrick Mahomes have come out and said they're not getting... Correct. They're not paying. And yeah. I see a lot of organizations also saying they're not yeah. paying. Yeah. So... Is, do you think this will backfire on
1: Elon Musk? I that, think they might reverse their, they could reverse the decision. It's possible. Because yeah.
2: it, it seems like if Twitter is a new a place where people get news, that you would want those sources to be confirmed sources. Right. But he also seems to be
1: saying he's not going to do that. I don't know. I'm, then, not, I'm not getting it, so. Yeah, I'm not getting it either. And you'd be proud of me. I didn't log on to Twitter all weekend. That's a good job by you. Not one time. How about that? That's since pretty from good. Friday.
2: That's good, Jerry.
1: I just logged in because I've been so busy doing 8, 8, WCBS 880 in the morning and editing. I just logged on to Twitter at 10, I'm sorry, right before 10 o'clock for the first time since Friday morning when I left here. That's cool. That is cool. Yeah. Mind free.
2: Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. To me, it seems you're. I don't know. You're just giving... gonna have to
1: be careful with what you're, what you trust and what you don't trust. Yeah, that's all. Because a guy, a guy can say Mike Vaccaro and can buy the blue check mark. So I'm gonna see that and think he's the guy from the New York Post. He can, get, he can get Mike Vaccaro post and buy himself a blue check mark. Yeah. Either way, you have to confirm it now. Right. So to me, what's the difference? Well, yeah,
2: I guess the difference is that you didn't used to have to
1: confirm it. You could. You would trust the blue check, but yeah. that, to me, that's gone. That's gone, right? I don't even think about that anymore. If I want to go see an Adam Schefter tweet, I got to click on it and see, all right, is this the guy that's got 6 million followers or is it the guy that's got 16 followers?
2: Right. Like he removed the, the, the only one he removed so far is the New York Times.
1: Okay. Because I guess he's fighting with them. Got
2: it. But, so I checked the New York Times this morning. They are not verified, but they have 55 million followers. Wow. So I'll go ahead and assume that's the New York Times. I would Times. think that's
1: them that's a good point
2: the other thing what's interesting with Elon Musk a lot of people see him in a similar way that they see Donald Trump okay so athletes like LeBron James are not go- think that paying eight duck eight bucks a month is supporting Elon Musk which it is and therefore they won't okay do it which is another reason why I listen to a stock analyst talk about Tesla stock mm-hmm it, you know, it's not. It was up to like four hundred something dollars. Now I don't know what it is now. Two hundred dollars, still high, right? But they say it could be a situation where people don't want to buy Teslas because it shows you're supporting Elon Musk. The same way you wouldn't buy a Donald Trump car if you didn't support Donald Trump.
1: It's an interesting thing when you're the head of I don't a company think of Elon Musk like that, though. Yeah, I don't know enough. I honestly, I don't know enough about him. Yeah, I just know he's super wealthy. He's got Tesla, the space program thing he does. I don't know enough about him. And Twitter now. And Twitter now. Yeah. I guess he's annoyed people on Twitter cuz he's I'm so I am so over all this social media bullshit yeah. honestly. <laughs> i excuse me. I've, I'm had with en- you. I've had enough of I've had enough of people and I've had enough of people on social media. Like everybody sucks, really. And right. it's just oh. We don't need to hear from everyone. I tell you at this at this baseball tournament this weekend so I videoed the game. We talked about this in the warm-up show, which is coming up in a minute. But just, que- I videoed the game from behind home plate instead of being in the dugout with the kids because it was a consolation game. wasn't It wasn't a big deal. I thought it'd be cool to see the game. You
2: video the whole thing on your phone, or you had a camera?
1: I well, I brought my GoPro, but I actually did it on my phone. Really easy to pu- the better batteries, better. Pause and then play, you take it right off there, pause, so record. it doesn't. I uploaded your it to my YouTube channel okay, for the kids to watch. the The language and the behavior. Of, of adults is so out of bounds. And I know it goes on. I just don't hear it as much in the dugout, but being out there with them, it's shameful. It really like society is just garbage. Shit. <laughs> it's really what it is. Yes. It's I like, these are 12 and 13 year old kids running around. They are screaming at adult umpires. Like this was game six Yankees, Red Sox ALCS. And
2: what's funny is we've been hearing about for years and years about adults at Little League games. Right? It's gotten worse, but the fact that people still do it, even though worse. we know it's mocked, and yeah. no one wants to be the man or woman yelling at an umpire in a Little League game, we're still doing
1: it. And and I'm telling you, worse than ever. It doesn't because people are so stressed out. It's yeah. almost like they come to these games to get it out. And then even the coaching, like some of these club teams, there was a kid the other night. So he twists his ankle. They were batting everybody. So if you have it, a kid gets injured and he's out, well, when his time comes up, he's out, unfortunately. So we knew he. We saw him twist his ankle, but he stayed in the game at the moment, didn't think anything of it. So when his time comes up at bat, the umpire is like, "Hey, we need a batter. We need a batter." The coach goes, "We'll take the effing out," but he said it loud and was angry because the kid wouldn't go up there and hit. Like the injured kid? Are you kidding? <laughs> uh, what are we? What is this? It's really, it's remarkable. Yeah. Oh, just everybody's out of control. Everybody sucks, Jerry. Y- yes, that. Yes, exactly right. There's a song where they say that. Is that? It's right? Limp Biscuit.
2: Everybody Everything is sucks.
1: effed and everybody sucks. My air, All right,
2: Jerry. Let's do the warm-up program. That was pretty good too. Uh, we'll be back here tomorrow morning on a Tuesday at
0: five. Until then, see so- all The fan is better when you're part of it. Call The Fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com.
1: and Jerry. Don't
2: worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. All right, here we go.
1: It's 5.02. We start a new week, and we're so looking forward to that. We're three guys here that have been around the world and back. The Eddie he's claiming to be from Myrtle Beach. Don't think so. I think he was probably in Edison. Good to see you, though, sir. Of course, I was in Aston, Pennsylvania all weekend, and across from me, he spent his night and weekend in Red Bank and (laughs) New York City, although he never really stepped foot on the street. His name is Al Bruce Dukes. What's up, man? uh,
2: Good morning, Jerry. No, you do have to step uh, on the street very briefly Briefly. to go from uh, Penn Station to the Garden. You do have to cross that one street. Mm, That's, yes, true. Technically. Technically,
1: But you're still within the parameters of the Garden. Correct. You're right. That is true.
2: Correct. Still in the parameters of the Garden. That is true. I had a great time at both events, Jerry. I will uh, detail them for you in painful detail in the uh, post-game podcast. I won't bore everyone here. I'd rather bore you there. I don't want to be bored later either, to be quite honest. Okay. To bore you over there, either, not really, Jerry. but I do have questions. I will tell you this as a tease I nearly
1: cried <laughs> at Bruce Springsteen. Wow, I was gonna, th- I would have thought Thursday night you might have cried. No, you almost cried legitimately. Now, real quick, yes, is this because you thought that might have been the final time? It
2: was everything, it was, uh, it was a uh, no, because I already have tickets to see him in August oh. at MetLife Stadium.
1: If it doesn't make it till then,
2: he might not. No, of course I mean, he's he going goes, to. Stop no, we never know, Jerry. Well, no,
1: we don't know. Life is fragile. Uh, yes, it is. That
2: I is don't know. Fragile. It was just a culmination, Jerry, of uh, a lifetime of seeing someone and uh, them still being great, and
1: people around them getting old, and yes, and realizing you're one of those yeah, people getting old. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I, so it was. Uh, it was interesting. Uh, you know, it's funny because as I mentioned, I was in Aston, Pennsylvania, for a baseball tournament, and to a certain degree a little similar in that instead of coaching in the dugout i decided to actually video the game uh pitch by pitch and i stood behind home plate with a gentleman who was a grandfather there watching his grandson and he got very i don't want to say emotional but very reflective yes. of these times how fast they go and he would going he started telling me about how i feel like it was just yesterday i was here with my son doing this and now my son's watching his son and I'm the grandfather He goes, I look in the mirror, I'm seventy-seven, and it's like, where'd the time go? So yes. I had a similar moment, yeah. but it was his, not mine. Right. Like yours. Right. It's 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 disgusting. <laughs> it's so sad.
2: Yeah, and for me, the only thing in, I enjoy in life is music. Yeah, so sure. to combine those things together yeah. is
1: very powerful. Well, I mean music is very Music can make you think as we get older, I think we hear and understand the lyrics more even i yes today I was listening to ninety four seven h d two country <laughs> believe it or not um and every song is depressing. Oh, country music, oh my you got to be careful. I mean, every song I heard coming in was about a breakup or being drunk or like, you can't take your family life. Like, oh, my Lord.
2: Yeah, and you put it to a happy tune, Jerry, and it's all good. In
1: some cases, they're not all
2: happy tunes. By the way, we have tickets to give away right here on the warm-up program today. Foo Fighters. No, oh. uh, something called Avenged Sevenfold. They're playing The Garden. So they must be big enough, wow. Jerry. I just saw Bruce Springsteen at the Garden. I'm if looking he, forward to that. Uh, we're going to give them our way around 530. Okay, sounds good to me. Avenged
1: Sevenfold. Avenged Sevenfold. S- I look forward they to They sound
2: this. like a metal band, Jerry. They sound like you're going to go
1: there and uh, I'll probably get in a mosh pit. They are a heavy metal band. They formed in Huntington Beach, oh, Huntington Beach, California. Oh, man, I'd have just stayed there. Uh, why? Why do shows here? I wouldn't. I would just, just go right there. in Huntington Beach. They formed in 1999.
2: 1999. Yes, 24. All years right. Ago. Well, good for them. We'll be giving away tickets if you're a big fan of them and you want to go. This Stay is, tuned here. This is interesting.
1: I, I didn't realize this genre was out there. They're considered alternative metal. Alternative metal. Yeah. All right. So well, I guess cool.
2: metal is considered like uh, classic metal.
1: Okay. This is alternative metal. I'd give them a try. I never I, heard of them, but I'd give them a try.
2: I haven't heard of them either. Here's the thing. I bet when I look on Spotify and start clicking on their songs, I bet they have slow songs. Because you know Five Finger Death Punch? Yes. Nothing sounds more metal than that. <laughs> Five Finger Death Punch. I'm and then p- playing a bunch of their songs the other time when we were giving away their tickets. There's a bunch of slow things going on there. I was like... I thought it was going to be head-banging, head-slamming. You might be right. Mosh pit-having.
1: I'll tell you what. Their most popular song has 450 million plays. Well, that's what I mean. They're playing The Garden. they got to be big, just. Hail to the king. All right, we'll play that. Okay. We'll play that, and then I'll do
2: the read over it. I love it. Uh, Jerry we had our first um, I guess series of baseball happened over the w- weekend I guess you would be correct right so you had uh, both the Mets and the Yankees coming out uh, with winning their series mm-hmm. uh, I still have a hard, you know I have a hard time in the beginning of the baseball season when it's like 40 degrees out to like we even remember
1: baseball's on. Uh, well, no. I know it's on because we were out there playing. It's Saturday night with 55-mile-an-hour wind gusts and a temperature of 44 degrees. Yeah, we had, like, tornado warnings around here. Yeah. I actually thought of you Saturday night as my son took the mound at 9.05 p.m. first pitch after a two-hour rain delay. Yeah. With, 50 mile. He, he almost got blown off the mound. For that would real. have
2: been awesome if the wind was blowing in at the hitters. And it was.
1: So you could really smoke them. There we have this one kid, Matt. He had a the the wind was with this with this pitch, it was like it was just, it was stupid to be quite honest.
2: Yeah. So we had tornado warnings. I Jerry. know. I heard. We had
1: downpours. We had
2: hail the size of canned hams, as David Letterman once said. Oh, there was hail around here uh, down Bradley Beach. They was say there they really? got hail. Wow. I was in the garden. Jerry. Oh, that's right. I forgot you were at the garden. I was in the garden. I missed it all. Mm-hmm. Missed it all. So did I. But. Uh, yeah, so sometimes it's hard to think. Hey, baseball's on. Let me check in
1: when no, this I is be, going on. I saw all of Thursday. I enjoyed it. Oh, Thursday. Yeah, yeah. it's Monday though, Jerry. I watched so Friday happens, Saturday happens, yeah. Sunday happens. I, I was into it. Now Saturday and Sunday, I wasn't because I was into baseball myself. But I know you're not into it, and that's fine.
2: No, no, no. You said you were into it. You saw Thursday, but so you Correct. didn't see. I didn't see Saturday, Saturday, Saturday,
1: Sunday because I was on the baseball field. I wasn't home I where see. I could have watched it. We were coaching.
2: I watched this uh, uh, Kodai uh, Senga throw his ghost pitch, which everyone seen. It's a split f- – can know, we I don't stop know. with this? I, it's a split-fingered fastball. We love to catch on to something, though. God. We love to name it something, the even, ghost ball. Even ghost Gary ball. was
1: like in the first inning, he goes, can we just at some point acknowledge it's a split-fingered fastball? And they were like, yeah. That's pretty much what well, it is. Well, it's just like, well, they, well uh, Gary and all his friends over there uh, uh, always was like, Jacob
2: DeGrom's an alien. No, he's not. <laughs> he gets hurt constantly. He's really not that great. So stop with the alien Well, in stuff this case, there. it was Gary that was saying enough with this ghost right. crap. Well, i was I'm saying, Gary loves to call Jacob DeGrom an alien but doesn't want to talk about the ghost pitch. No, well, probably because he was bored in the middle of a
1: 40-pitch first inning.
2: Well, yeah, he had a rough start. This yes, quote, did. I Jerry, but he, but he didn't panic. No, he didn't let it get the best of him,
1: Jerry. He was at he
2: settled his ass down.
1: I think he was at twenty-seven pitches. I think it was bases loaded, nobody out, and a run still and a run in already. Yeah, like my God, and he he did a nice job. He did. He had uh, threw thirty-six pitches in the first inning. That's what it was, thirty-six. Yeah, thirty-six pitches. Okay. Yeah, and he was giving up hits. There were guys running
2: all over the place. Walked a couple guys. Yeah, but then Jerry, what did he do? He He settled down. down, mm-hmm. he settled down exactly. He settled down, and then the Yankees got a nice star from this Johnny Brito. Johnny Brito, is it Johnny or Jahani?
1: I don't know. I it's no J idea. H.
2: Jerry. Here's what I know: he pitched J-H. well. He
1: now we started hearing of him at the end of spring training. We had some really good starts at the end, and you know what? He went out and did it again when it counts. And now it does help. No question, it helps when you've got uh, Adonis hitting 500 foot home runs and Judge going deep again, and you work with a lead. Um, but he did a good job. Right. You had Stanton, Judge,
2: Higashioka, yeah. a
1: home run stroker. Yeah. How about that? How the about The Judge that? home run, the uh, Stanton home run is ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, the guy is just so strong. I love the pitcher's reaction. Oh, they know uh, it off that the bat. One, I mean, because that was just a matter of how far it's For going. For sure. I mean, just crushed it. I always like when the outfielder does not move. Yeah. Like, literally just stays in his <laughs> stance, never reacts even off the bat. Yeah. That's funny. Is that what happened on the uh, Stanton home run? No, he trotted back a little bit. He did. But I mean, like, sometimes you see a left fielder or a right fielder. Yeah. Or they got, like, their hands on their knees, you know, that athletic stance. And then the ball is hit. And then the video will show that they just... Yeah,
2: there it goes.
1: They watch it. Yeah. Pretty cool.
2: Then the Marlins had their uh, jerseys with the
1: advertisements on the arm. Looks cheese. Don't just care. Total cheese ball. Get used to it, because it's coming. I mean, it, you know what? I thought that, too, in the NBA... I don't even notice it anymore. Really? No, I don't. You've it's, become it's, immune to it. Yeah, I means whatever. It's just part. of You know, they've been doing it in soccer for years and years and years and years. It's just part of the jersey. Now, what what will look weird, really weird, is when a team like the Yankees does it. Yep. The Yankees won't even put a name on the back. If in fact they ever go with the advertisement, that will be odd. And I don't even. I don't think they do. I don't think there's anything on that jersey. They either. don't have
2: one now. Like, Neither do the hidden Mets. or something. Right. But. Because they're working on what they don't want to do is put something stupid out there and sure. get attacked. So it's got to be the right advertisement with the right logo, the right size. They that want fits. to do it right. Yeah. yeah. But no matter what they do, we're going to complain. I'll complain.
1: For, about it. Yeah, for three days. And then we'll forget about it and we'll move on.
2: I suppose. We will. The Marlins one is big. It's an ADT. Mm-hmm. And it's, it looks like, you know, their logo looks like a, stop, a, a blue stop sign. So it's just this giant just thing just hanging out. Just staring at me, Jerry, got i gotta I'm be going to watch baseball.
1: They have so few amount of fans. I mean, it was all Met fans there all weekend long. I'd put tattoos on these guys' faces for advertisements. <laughs> they got to do something. Get that on Rob Manfred's because desk. Because it is just, I mean.
2: They did have different uniforms, which is exciting. Yeah. They, like, every time I, I. Different one every day? Yeah. It was, like, something different every time. They had the uh, pinstripe one Friday night. They
1: had their opening day one, and then they had some other multicolored one the, uh, on Saturday or Sunday. That's and I've always said that's a. I've been there a couple times for an indoor stadium, which it is for the most part. It's a nice place to watch a game. And I don't. I'm not. I'm not a fan of the domes. That place is pretty cool. Then why is no one there, Jerry? Because they don't have many fans. Oh. they have. You know, it's all down there. You know this. Met and Yankee and Red Sox fans. Yes. That's what's in Florida. People who are like, this weather sucks, get me to Florida. And they really are not only talking about, you know, the Marlins are, they got a new ballpark, everything's good. The Rays, they're trying to find them a new spot in, in central Florida for the Rays before they go to Montreal or somewhere. Like, we're talking about two more teams being added soon. Two more in addition to yeah. what we got already? They want to get to 32, yeah. Where are they putting those teams? I Nashville comes up a lot. All right. Which makes sense to me. Yes. I would think, but I don't know. I would think, like, in the Carolinas would make sense. But who knows? We'll see. Right. Because there's a. here's where you go. Billings, Montana.
2: you got to go to places where
1: New Yorkers and people from the Northeast move to. So the Carolinas yeah, the, is perfect. But the problem you can run into, then, would be the same situation you have in Miami. You have no Marlin fans. Oh. You get all transplanted Northeasterners that are waiting for their team to come down. Like you, I don't know if the Marlins play today. I'll take a look during the break. My guess would be the Marlins play some random National League team whenever their next home series is, whether it's today, tomorrow, or next week, and there will be 7,000 people there. There's going to be no one at these games. Not in Miami. Do you think Montreal misses baseball? I do.
2: Like, do you think they're like, I remember we had the Expos. Yeah, I do. That was cool. Yes, I do. Well, let's give them another. But you make them be the Expos. Right, I agree. They can't split the season half
1: in Tampa, half in Montreal. Remember that cockamamie right. plan they had. And you also can't put a new team in Montreal and not call them the Expos. No, I would think you would probably call them the Expos. Yeah. What, what else are we going to call them? The Argonauts? Uh, that's taken, isn't it? Argonauts. Yeah, I don't. I, I
2: need I need the Expos back, Jerry. I need the red, white, and blue uniforms. It seems like
1: um, we'll see. I think it's. I don't know that that's likely. I think it's possible yeah. though. I think you're right, though. Nashville's going to get it. Why not? A, you do wonder, though, about these other states, like yeah, like Montana, North Dakota. Like no one, we don't even think about those places. No, Don't even think about them. Mm. And they're not longing for baseball or football. Like Montana
2: doesn't have a football team. Well, there's is there not a university in Montana? Well, college. That's what I mean. Well, these, these places that don't have real sports, real pro sports, have to suck onto a college team.
1: If they can. If they can. Because in some cases, that's even a long drive. Or not a great team. Or not a great team. That is true, too. Yeah. it's very true.
2: How about this? Every sport gets 50 teams, one in each state.
1: Well, which team are we giving up in New York? Who well, we,
2: you got to pass one of them off. I who, don't know. Who we put, well, one who team's, team's got to go vote. to Jersey.
1: Right. What are we doing, Mets. in California?
2: Let's go to Jersey. Was California five teams? Yeah, that's good. Well, there's those like I feel like Montana is somewhere near
1: there. We could put,
2: <laughs> we could put the, one of those teams. in New Montana. Mexico deserves a yeah. deserves a
1: team. Everyone just gets one team. California got the Giants, the Dodgers, the Padres, the A's, the Angels. Am I missing one? Is that it about right for baseball yeah. alone? Yeah. So they got five teams yeah. to pass around the western part of the country. Yep. <laughs> Even Texas has yes. What, they, Texas, they,
2: Texas, that's the problem. The Rangers, the, the Astros, yeah. These big states get the same amount of teams as, like, Delaware. They have to get
1: a NFL team. <laughs> Delaware with a baseball team <laughs> and a baseball team. You pass team. through Delaware in ten minutes <laughs> on your way to Maryland. But
2: they get equal. They're equal. Fair they're enough. their own
1: state. All right, we'll take a quick break. We've basically done nothing here for the first fifteen minutes. But we have talked baseball. We've got, uh, sort of yes. And we've got a lot more to do, including Boomer and Geo on a huge Monday program here on the Fan. You know this song, Jerry? I do not. Should I? Who's that was this? Del No. No. Doesn't idea. ring a bell. Uh, no, I did hear a uh, Hootie. What's his name? Hootie and the Blowfish. What, yeah, Darius the, Rucker. I did hear some of his country songs yeah. this weekend. Pretty good. Yeah, he's pretty good. I know that's pretty much where he's what he's doing these days. Yes. He was. Uh, I it was. I enjoyed listening to him.
2: But when you go to a Darius Rucker
1: solo show, yeah, it's all country, right? And he plays Hootie songs, too. It's great. Really? It's a great combination. Oh, I thought he was one that kind of like, that's my past. No. This is what I am now. Nope. I had no idea.
2: He's got a bunch of country hits, too, if you don't follow country uh, music I'm sure at he all. does. Very catchy country songs. He does a couple covers. He does some of the Hootie songs. Very it's a, nice. It's a, it's a terrific evening, Jerry. Yeah. I may, uh, If I may recommend. You, is he playing anytime soon? Uh, he, he, he plays PNC a lot or Jones Beach. So if he is, I would go see him. PNC is a very good
1: lineup this summer. You yeah, don't care for their parking situation. The parking situation stinks. Yeah, but they do have a good lineup. Yeah, I will say that. I Just park your car here, and the arena is three miles away. <laughs> and through the woods. Yeah, through the woods, <laughs> that or is true. all the way down by the state where the state police uh, building <laughs> that is. It is far. They yeah. make you. They make you pay for that premium parking. Yeah, they, yeah, right. They make you pay for the premium parking, Very which is smart. only a
2: mile away from. Uh, no, the, you the can venue.
1: get you can get some of those right in front, but it's expensive.
2: I once came out of there, uh, I forget what show it was, and uh, people. I saw two people making love in a car in the parking area where everyone had to walk past.
1: Did you film it? I did not film did it. Did you think about filming it?
2: No, it didn't even cross my mind. <laughs> you just said making
1: love. <laughs> it's <was> really weird. <laughs> Can you really make love in a car? <laughs> like, no. that's having sex. Yeah. <laughs> Come on now. Yeah. That's, pro- that's probably got drunkies... Uh, um, drunky, drunky, drunk, drunky, drunk, sloppy drunky. sex written all over uh, it. Oh, yeah, it's
2: disgusting. It's just animals. <laughs> just <laughs> animals.
1: By the way, Avenged Sevenfold Ticket's coming up soon. Don't yeah, go away. that's right, Jerry. How about that? And we listen to some of their stuff pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, a couple of quick things. This, uh, what, this is a
2: number of days old. Maybe even covered this on Friday, Jerry, when I was busy... Uh, Living, living my life, just living, Jerry. This uh, Friday morning at nine a.m., you weren't living nothing. (laughs)
1: That I was not. Of course not. This uh, Anthony Rendon. We actually didn't cover this Friday morning because this happened on
2: opening day in
1: Oakland. Yes,
2: where uh, I guess a fan in Oakland was giving him the business, Jerry. And I saw the video. He went over there, grabbed the guy. The guy was on a was raised higher than him because Mm -hmm. the guy was in the stands and Anthony Rendon was on the field. But he grabbed the dude by the— he called him the, over first. Okay, called him over first, grabbed the guy, and said, uh, will you call me a biatch? Right. And then took a swing at the guy. A little swipe. A swipe, right. Like,
1: Not a full-on swing. It's funny because the first thing I read, I guess it was— My God, I read it yesterday morning. I don't know how I missed it on Friday. I didn't even see it Saturday. I read it on Sunday when I saw MLB was investigating. I'm like, what are we investigating? Yeah. And one of the stories I saw is he took a punch. He didn't take a punch. He right. took a swipe, a swipe at the guy. And then I watched one of the um, – one of the, it might have been CBS in Oakland. I'm not sure. San Francisco, where they talked to an eyewitness that was in the crowd. Yeah. And said Rendon came back out five minutes later looking for the guy probably to apologize. Clearly it cooled off. And so who knows? But if I, the guy
2: called him a name,
1: well take a swing. I, I'm all for it. I have been – so many times I've sat there and said our behavior at games is so over-the-top Yeah, awful – I'm not surprised. I'm surprised this doesn't happen more. Right. To be quite honest,
2: we are not going to stop Jerry until we can start getting punched by the
1: athletes. Well, I mean, you had it back in the day at the palace. I know. I think everyone forgot. No, I don't think we forgot. I don't know, think we is, care anymore. Like the the guy who
2: was doing that with to Anthony Rendon, he, he wasn't an older guy. No, so he probably wasn't even uh, aware of malice at the palace when basketball players
1: would go up in the stands and smack you around. You're probably right about that. <laughs> What was that? Ninety nine, two thousand? When was that? That's two thousand one. I mean, two thousand one. I believe it's at least twenty years ago.
2: I remember I was in a country bar in Watchung, New Jersey, and there was uh, country music blasting and people line dancing. And uh, there on the big you were screen, line dancing. I wasn't there on the big screen. Was this Malice at the Palace with no sound? Yeah, sure. And just seeing absolute chaos, like going a scene out, out of a movie. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, I hear you. I thought fan behavior was going to change after that. Guess not. No, it's not. It's gotten worse. And I do agree with you. After the pandemic, it has been far worse. It was never good. It's been worse ever since. Yes. And these are things you hear Thing you know, hockey games. Hockey is interesting because the glass is there. And I feel like we probably hear more than they hear on the ice. I don't know that to be the case or not, but at least it feels that way. These other, and basketball is insane with the way they're right on the floor. Not yeah. only you know, gesturing at you, screaming at you. Right, and at least football, you're a
2: ways away. You're far enough away. People wearing helmets, who knows if they can I agree. hear you.
1: I agree. Football is you're not right on top of the playing surface. Baseball and basketball, though, can be really bad.
2: I have a question for you about a game, a baseball game Saturday. What you think of Trey Thompson's performance for the Dodgers? What,
1: what did I think about Trey Thompson's performance? <laughs> what do you think I thought... <laughs> It's so just stupid. Jerry had three home runs. Three
2: home runs. Yeah, good for him. That is awesome. It's great. Especially early in the year. I can't believe Susan Waldman, the professional that she is, Jerry. I was listening to the first game. She actually went with that generic thing that people go like. Aaron, Aaron uh, Judge is on pace to hit. 162, 162 home runs. 162 home runs. And Garrett Coles on pace to strike out 9 million people. I can't believe she went with <laughs> Little that. tongue Jerry. in cheek,
1: Al. Oh, but it's Little so generic.
2: Cheek. Okay. I expected so much more. That's something for like who were one of those young guys, Justin Shackle, to do.
1: Did you all right, did you like Kevin Coogler's call? What Did, did you he see do? the do you see the ending of the uh the San Diego State FAU game the other night? Um, I saw it, I didn't hear it. So Kevin Coogler, his call was the butler did it. Oh my god. <laughs> was he immediately fired? No, I think they probably loved it. <laughs> No, well, he the wasn't butler fired. did it. <laughs> yes. Do you think people
2: even? Honestly, you've got to be so old to even know what that means. That the butler did it
1: was a reference. I, I, I actually feel like that's one of those things that just kind of has become
2: it's it's generational. I don't know. Do people even know what that means? The butler did it. That I don't it's know. Like
1: a murder. I always like to ask my older son to see if because if he knows, then. So you said, uh, do you know that the butler did it is a saying? <laughs> uh, I guess. Uh, what that's from? What cl- clue? I think so. Is that so. what that's from? Uh, let's see if I... I'm trying to see if I can find it for you. Of course, I can't find it.
2: Jerry, while you're looking for that, let me play this song by a band called Avenged Sevenfold. Nice. Everybody will pop me up here. Nice. And I should tell you, Jerry... Hold on. Our printer doesn't work, so I have it ready to go here. Uh, right now, you could be... What caller should they be, Jerry? Uh, seven. Caller number seven at 866-540-WFAN. That's 866 540 9326 For your chance to win a pair of tickets to see Avenged Sevenfold at Madison Square Garden on Friday, June 23rd. That's a Friday night, Jerry. It's from our friends at Live Nation. To purchase tickets, visit livenation.com. This
1: rocks, by the way. This is really good. I'll probably go to this. No, you won't. Come on! I could be intrigued. I do like this. I'll probably go to this. I'll get myself a Stella.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Be drunk before it starts. <laughs> All right, you want to hear this, Kevin yeah, clip? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is Lamar Butler's game winner. All right, to advance to play UConn. Well, uh, they know to play UConn in the national championship. Butler to the right wing with three seconds. Butler in the corner with one second. Hoists the jumper. It's good.
2: You know who used to do the butler did it all the time? I don't know. Um, uh, uh, who's who's the uh, ESPN? Bark, 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 bark.
1: Oh, Chris Berman.
2: Chris Berman would do it when the Bears had a kicker butler. <laughs> yeah, the butler did it. It's unbelievable. <laughs> but that was like back in the 80s. Yeah, no, we're still doing it in oh, okay. 2023. So that game is tonight, 9-20. You stay late, up for that? That is a
1: late game, Jerry. About this, Eddie will have three hours of REM sleep yeah. already in the bank. That's a UConn-San Diego State. That's a late game. I'm rooting for San Diego State because I feel like UConn's been there before. You UConn know I mean, has been, and they've also been blowing every team out. Oh, their exactly, average, right. I think their average margin of victory is like 20 points per game. Now, I, don't, I don't think they won the other night by 20, but throughout the course of the tournament, they've been winning by an average of 20 points per game. Hmm. All right. Now, San Diego State, and I, aside from you a know, few glimpses here and there— did not get to see a whole lot of them this year, but when I read, a very good defensive team. UConn's a very good offensive team. Which one wins? I would think they'd be so soft, Jerry, just living and loving life in San Diego. It's you would think, tough. but that's what that's apparently what their identity is as a team. They're a All defensive right. team. Good for them. So, Did you see what happened with Jim Nance? I read he got a standing ovation. Oh, okay. I was. I didn't even oh, mean okay. that. Okay, what else happened? I meant Ron him? Howard did the four-minute video tribute to him. Oh, is that where right? Where he narrated... A Nance piece. Really? About 37 years. Oh, I got to see that. And they had all the highlights that he's called. Boy, he has called some big
2: moments. I love nostalgia right now, Jerry. I'm
1: in a nostalgic point of life. I I got to see that. You might cry. Yeah, I might cry. Between the Bruce concert Mm -hmm. and Jim Nance's final game tonight. Oh, my gosh. In terms of the NCAA tournament, you might have a tear or two. Yeah, I did see Jim Nance saying, "Listen, I'm not going away. Don't kick me out." No, yet. be at the I'm, Masters
2: uh, this week. Right, he's doing the Masters. Of he's still with uh,
1: linked up with Tony Romo for your NFL games. Now, let me ask. You, I don't know I should know the answer to this. Is he still going to do games and just sliding over and Irons becoming the number one, or is he done calling college basketball?
2: I feel like he's done calling college. I basketball. I do too.
1: But as I'm thinking, I haven't. I don't know that I would I read think he'd that. have to. That'd so he's weird. just going to do the NFL yeah. and the Ma- – listen to me. He's just going to do the NFL and the Masters. Yeah, we should because, all be so lucky. <laughs> because
2: when he was uh, being touted as his, oh, goodbye to Jim Nance, he said, listen, I'm still doing the NFL. I'm still doing the Masters. Right. He didn't say I'm still and doing
1: And not even just the Masters, the golf on CBS all yeah. year. I mean, he's still going to have quite a busy schedule. This is like, you know, a month that's gone.
2: Yeah, that's what he said. He said it was essentially like f- maybe f- a difference of uh, f- under 40 days. Yeah. I to, believe it. To his year and travel and all sure. that stuff. because so. he's still
1: going to be traveling like crazy for the golf, and then when football season kicks into gear, he's all yeah. over the place. Jerry, I don't know if you're a big wrestling fan. I'm not. I was. I'm not.
2: But something happened with the WrestleMania this weekend. Which, there was uh, what WrestleMania are we up to, 77? That I don't know. This was a uh, two-day event. Two days. But you know how we talk about You know how I don't like my, my pro athletes doing things that they shouldn't be doing? Yeah, nonsensical. I got gotcha. you. I don't agree with you, but... I'm sorry, not Travis Kelsey. George Kittle was at WrestleMania sitting in the front row. He was part of some gimmick where he got shoved Mm -hmm. by The Miz. What's The Miz? The Miz is a wrestler. A woman? It's a man. It's a man. The Miz. M-I-Z, Jerry. Okay. Sounds like a woman. The Miz shoved George Kittle, like, get back in your seat. Nice. Wouldn't you know it, Jerry? George Kittle ripped off his shirt, hopped over... And did a running,
1: boom, tack. Oh, man. He did like a clothesline. Wouldn't you know that this is scripted and It not is, real? but that's still, you could still get injured. Oh, come on. Stop with this. By the he way. You could get injured walking down his steps. I'm so tired of this. This was during a. Y'all need to grow a set of balls. I swear to God. Jerry, this
2: was during a, um, an event where the Miz was wrestling Pat McAfee.
1: <laughs> what are we doing? For real? He did.
2: And Pat McAfee, by the way. Drew... George Kittle helped him. He knocked the Miz down. Then Pat McAfee went up to the top rope, jumped outside the ring in a
1: flip. Good for him. A little more athletic than we are. Very athletic. I don't like my talk show hosts doing things that can get them injured. That's true. What if he hurt his throat? Good point, Jerry. He's the one that would risk it. Right? He wants to take a karate chop to the throat and not be able to talk again. That's on him. Mm -hmm. What are you going to do? Right? So, wow.
2: uh, just, uh, just so you know, Jerry, I was a little concerned with uh, George Kittle. If I'm a, what team's he on? Niners? Jerry? Yeah, you're really if concerned. If I'm the Niners, you're looking for George Kittle. I know George <laughs> Kittle.
1: He's one of the big tight ends. Yes, he is. Who was one of the nicest guests we've ever had.
2: Very nice. He was nice to the children
1: of, yes, our, he was. of our hosts. Yes, he was. I
2: believe uh, Craig's son, Sonny.
1: I no. have a picture. Uh, is that true? Because was, I was there when uh, it was Boomer and Geo. Oh, okay. Then and maybe. he hung out. He was very nice to Matthew. Talked to him for like five minutes. I'm thinking of a
2: of another night, Jerry. There's so many nice guys in the NFL. There
1: are a lot of nice guys in the NFL track. Most of them are actually. Yeah, that is true. The Most few the bad NFL ones ruin nice. it for everybody else. Right. I uh, take a quick break. Five thirty seven. When we come back, a lot more. Some more. Maybe even better. The Knicks got clinched the playoff spot last night, and we almost had a Nick fight. That's kind of cool. And then Boomer and Geo at six on the fan. All right, quarter to six. Nice to have you with us. It is Monday. If you're not up, get up because you got to go to work. It's a Monday, Monday, Monday. Um, did you see the near fight between Obi Toppin and Art? By the way, the Knicks have they won four straight. No Julius Randle for the last couple of games. R.J. Barrett didn't play yesterday because he's sick. They still won. But a near fight there over the weekend. It was it Friday night, Saturday, whatever? It was
2: I think it was the Friday night. Was Friday think. night. Friday yeah.
1: night. I've uh, wrote it Seated. down in my notes. Uh,
2: yeah, but then I saw like not long after that. Uh, the. Oh, they who,
1: were fine. They were fine with each other. I thought Breen handled the whole thing quite well where he's like, this stuff happens. We don't always see it. Sometimes it happens in practice behind closed doors. They're fine. Yeah, they seemed fine with each other. And I yeah. love that the coach got in the middle of it. Uh, you have to. It's like kind of like when Eddie came and separated me and you and I did the whole fraud thing. Right.
2: <laughs> when the coach gets involved, Jerry, and there's a separation, uh, you know everything's all right.
1: Yeah, they seem to be okay with each other though, These, right after that. They spend so much time together. This stuff is always going to happen. And sometimes we blow it out of proportion. We shouldn't. We do. I'm glad that that didn't kind of turn into anything. Yeah. Then I also see that the Knicks
2: are officially back in the playoffs. Yeah, they They're won. Uh,
1: yes, they won again last night. Is that a big deal? I mean, it's a big deal, a little consistency, you know, the fact that they're a good team again. Jalen Brunson's been outstanding. Um, He was really good again last night, you know, so it's a big deal in that you've got the Knicks very likely to be the five seed. The Nets right now, they've won three in a row. They're, They're playing well. They're very likely to be the sixth seed. It should be kind of exciting around here. So uh, do we expect the Knicks to go deep into the playoffs, Jerry? Not deep? I'll tell you this. I think the Knicks have every opportunity to beat Cleveland, and I can make the case they're as good or better than Cleveland. Again, they gonna be healthy. I do think they need Julius Randle to win that series, um, and I know with the injury that's a little bit up in the air, but let's assume health for the moment. There's no reason why they can't win that first series against Cleveland. And you get into the conference semifinals, you see who they're playing, who they're going to be dealing, Boston, Milwaukee, who knows who it could be. And then you take your chances. Then I also saw there was a huge upset last night in the NBA. So it's funny you say that. So Portland beats Minnesota. And my first thought is, why the hell is that like the biggest upset in the history of the NBA? Made no sense to me. Minnesota's not a great team. They're average at best. Portland, I know, not a great team. Damian Lillard shut down. Okay, fine. And then I saw why four of their five starters didn't play. And I guess the point spread was 19 and a half. Yes, and they came back and won. And I think they were down double digits even in the fourth quarter. At least the second half they were.
2: Would you have uh, referenced a few times in your updates over the last few that's weeks? That's not a game I would have bet. About, no, I was saying about how these weird things happen in the NBA. come yeah, comebacks. So it's very hard to, like you would say,
1: if you were a betting man, you mm-hmm. would have bet the yeah. complete opposite of what there's, happened. In the NBA, and even college now, because of the three-point line and how good everybody is at it, there's really no lead that's safe. You know, unless we're talking 30 points with six minutes to go. Uh, To me, and and if you're... And this game was in Minnesota, was it not? I think it was in Minnesota. Probably, Jerry. Uh, Well, no, we're not really sure. I'm going to say it's going to have to be to have that big of a point spread. You would think, but again, four or five starters out. So you're probably right because of the point spread. Uh, Point spread. Let's see. Or Portland was... The point spread. uh, Yeah, I'll find it. Yeah. when you look at these games, if you've got a good team on the ropes at home, to me, bet them because you've got every chance that they're going to come back and win. And that's happened a lot of times. I can't find – it was in Minnesota. They win 107-105 in Minneapolis. And I know one of the other things that's been an issue in the NBA this year and the
2: previous seasons about this load management situation. Yeah. Do you think this is going to make any difference, Jerry? No. This uh... – Adam Silver came out and said uh, NBA players are going to need to appear in 65 games
1: if they want to qualify for postseason awards like MVP. The only way it matters is if they have monster incentives in their contract. The problem is they make so much money already, they don't care. No, I mean, you got guys making $48 million a year. You really think, like... I don't know. Is being an MVP that important to Steph Curry, or is it winning another championship and locking up another six hundred million dollar contract? I don't think it matters. I really don't. Yeah, when I read this, the headline was uh, you know about
2: the NBA uh, figuring out how to battle Mm -hmm. load management. I was like, oh, let's see what they got. And then I read
1: that, and I was like, "Hmm, I don't, I don't see that being a big thing for players. I don't think it is. Might there be a handful that it means something to? Maybe. To me, it's very simple. You don't play, you don't get paid which is going to make them put, even if it's phony and fake, it's going to put an injury attached to them. And I will tell you, while it still might not be real, at least as a fan, I can accept it more if I find out LeBron's out, slightly sprained ankle. It's a lot better than telling me he needs rest. LeBron's tired, Jerry. He won't be able to I, make it Because it's just, and there's no, there is no argument for it, I'm sorry. Not when Michael Jordan played every single game every single year and won six times. You can't tell me that these guys who are in better shape, even better shape than him probably, right, with better nutrition now than 30 years ago, you can't tell me these guys are tired. Stop. It's it's too much. Michael Jordan was smoking cigars, Jerry. Yes. And he was playing every. Do you have day. any interest in seeing this movie air? Which I do. I still haven't seen any previews or anything for it's it. It's about how the Jordan brand, it's basically how Nike wooed Michael Jordan. It's documentary
2: style or it's a, it's a fake it's, with it's, actors?
1: It's fake with actors. Mm-hmm. It's Matt Damon, Ben Affleck. Mm. It looks really good. It does. I feel like I need a documentary on that. Well, there might have been. Do- well, I know there have been documentaries on Jordan, sure. clearly, and I think a lot of this supposedly is checked out. So I, I actually want to see it. Every re- I know, Sal saw it and said it was phenomenal. I might. I'm going to need a Jerry review on that. Then I might consider it. All right, fair enough. I will try and see it. I don't know where the hell to watch it, but I will try and see it on the internet. In, I uh, hope so. In other related NBA news, Jerry, this was big the news. The Nets won their third in a row?
2: No, no. Oh. I'm talking big news, Jerry. Okay. A, a video of Bulls-Lakers in Chicago <laughs> showed a stripper oh. lap dancing in a private suite.
1: And what did they say? The Twerking? <laughs> she was twerking. She had like a G-string on it. It yeah. wasn't even a thong. G-string, Jerry. Oh, my God. Oh, Yeah. You had to. See, there's one guy that did a video on this <laughs> that is laugh out loud funny, and I mean, like laugh out loud funny. And she said she's been booking a lot of parties since uh, becoming
2: famous. I'm sure on the she internet. has. Yeah, I'm sure she has. So Getting I guess I dance. guess you
1: leave her a ticket,
2: right? She comes up to the suite and does her thing, right? She comes up to the suite dressed normally, and then she
1: gets up to the suite, gets into her stripper clothes, and does a lap dance. Do you think? Now, I've rented suites before, only twice. It's not like I do this is often. Right? I did it twice for my kids' birthdays. Do you think, and I don't know the answer because I haven't read the contract, that anywhere in that contract it says you can't do that? Probably not. I are going to have to it. write that in. We're going to have to amend the contracts. Yeah. No strippers. You cannot bring your own entertainment. And that means <laughs> See, strippers. See, now you put it that way, I would think that probably is in it.
2: Right. Right. You couldn't bring a band up there to play no, during the game not. in the suite. Could you bring a guy to juggle? Boy, I got to tell you, I walked by some suites d- for this Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, I don't even think about suites for concerts. Boy, some people are having a good old time. It's, for I went. I
1: watched. Um, oh, What's her name? God darn it! We went to a we went to a, a concert at the Garden in a suite. I can't think of her. She does a, the Monday Night Football song. What's her Carrie name? Carrie Underwood. Yes, we had a. Blast! Yeah, what a nice way a to watch time. a concert, and and we watched from a suite for uh, Billy Joel once. Oh, is that right? It's a blast! Sounds like you're living the sweet life, Jerry. Well, you know what? I got good friends.
2: Uh, do, I'll do, say that do. we gotta
1: take a break. Five fifty three. We'll come back. Wrap things up in just a moment. Then Boomer and Gio coming up in six and a half minutes. Right now, Odyssey Sportsman at Amy Lawrence. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. Oh, got like a minute to go. Boomer and Geo standing by. You left one big story for the
2: end. I did, Jerry. Unfortunately, our main man, Frank Thomas, is out at Fox Major League uh, Baseball well,
1: coverage. He needs more commercials now yeah. for, for his testosterone.
2: Yeah, that's what they said, Jerry. You know what they said about him? He's out too manly. He's so manly from eating all the testosterone, Jerry, that they can't have him on set. What
1: I don't understand is Derek
2: Jeter's working
1: like four games. Yeah, they're like, he's out because of Derek Why? Jeter. Right. This guy was here every game. Yes, he had a lot of post-game coverage on Fox. I guess Jeter took his money. No, come on. He's not working that much. It's very strange. First, we got to get approval from A-Rod. Now we fire Frank Thomas. There was too much man testosterone in that room, Jerry.
0: WFAN. WFAN FM. WFAN FM HD1. New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.